And welcome to the Real Real Estate Show on WTBQ 93 FM, 1110 AM radio worth listening to. This morning, Grace Warren and I, Veronica Daugherty, licensed real estate agents with Better Homes and Garden, Gardens Rand Realty. Our topic today is going to be foreclosures and bank-owned properties, otherwise known as REOs. Uh, before we go into that, though, we want to talk about what happened over the weekend. You're funny, Veronica. Good morning, everybody. Hope you all had a good weekend. We had an interesting weekend at our office. Um, we won a the Show Me the Door contest yep. this weekend, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was uh, throughout the village of uh, Warwick, mm-hmm. and our we're we're blessed, I think, Veronica, because we have a great building, and it always gives us a good, um, you know kickoff point for right, what we're going right. to do when we do these contests. Yeah, so it's, it's a great prop. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's a, mm-hmm. It is a great prop. If, if For those of you who do not know, we are in the railroad station in the railroad green right in the middle of town. And it is, it's a beautiful old building. And we encourage people to come in and take a look because it is beautiful, very beautiful building. But um, we, I, I guess the... Um, Sesquicentennial was sort of the uh, the theme, and mm-hmm. the through the years of, of Warwick, and we turned our office into a train station again. Yeah, um, yeah. and it was really cool, and it, it, it was beautiful. There's pictures on Facebook, and uh, you know it was nice. We had some period costumes. We yep. had a conductor 1940s there. 1940s and stuff. It was great. It was great. It was great. And mm-hmm. I, you know, shout out to all the people in the office that worked on this. Uh, Bridget Wallace, who's incredible. She has such a uh, wonderful talent for coming up with things and themes. And R- Rachel, who was one of our um, our actors in, yeah. <laughs> in in there, and and uh, Joe Santandria too. He was our conductor. It was it was really a a, a great. A, a great thing, and it, it, it's fun for us to do that. Sometimes we have to step away from real estate and do something fun. And those, I, I have to tell you, I've never seen a conductor look more like a conductor. <laughs> it's, it, I looked at Joe, and I was like, oh, my goodness. He <laughs> and played some, the part well, right? That's what everybody told me. They said that he was just kind of like shuffling along like they do. You know, it's like, get <laughs> all aboard, tickets, tickets, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I, it just makes it such a pleasure working with people like that. Um, yeah, that are willing to, you know, to, mm-hmm. to do something a little bit more than just what their job is. Mm-hmm. And it makes it fun and it makes us all feel like a family in right. our office. Yes. So it was great. So that was one of the things that happened over the weekend. Um, I know Veronica's laughing at me because yesterday while I was in the office, I took a, a spill on, a, on the step going into where my office is. And I have walked over that step, I don't know, thousands of times, and I've never tripped. But yesterday, for whatever reason, I fell and rolled my ankle, and I was on the floor. And it was, it was, I was laughing, but it hurt. It hurt pretty bad. And then the, uh, the, the ladies there, Veronica happened to be in the office yesterday, and Joan, our uh, weekend admin, was there, and... Um, who brought me the ice? Icing up the ankle. Joan got the Dan- ankle, put it in a baggie. Yeah, I taped well, you Danielle, up. I think actually went and got all the got the ice. We were lucky to have ice on, on hand. But I'm fine. I'm I, I'm healing. I won't be doing any kickboxing for probably a week or so. But that's okay. I can take a little bit of a break. Even though you know I'm, I love doing the kickboxing, but I'm certainly not going to be able to do it for 
at least a week, I think. I didn't go to the doctor, but you know, we'll see. If it, if it hurts in a day or so, I probably will have to. Yes. Okay, so. and just a reminder, this is a call-in show. We'd love to hear from you if you have questions. And if you have any suggestions as to topics that you'd like to hear about, learn about, um, anything like that. And um, we can go- switch topics, too. We're, we're fine with doing that. And uh, the number to call for questions is 845-651-1110. Or you t- can text the questions to uh, 845-397-7743. Um, the number, again, for to the call phone in. is 651-1110. So, um, I guess short, we'll just... uh, not short. We've we've covered short sales so many times. Right. This is a totally separate topic: REO properties and foreclosures, and understanding what the difference between the two are, because there is a difference, and I'm not sure that most people understand exactly what the difference is. And um, you know, m- most of the properties that are being purchased right now are REO properties. They're not necessarily They've already gone through the foreclosure process. Right. So we're going to explain a little bit about that, and uh, you, you may have questions because it's not it, 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 and it's not completely cut and dry either. No, as a matter of fact, um, even though most short sales are foreclosures technically, because the day you default is the day that you've put yourself into foreclosure mode, according to the bank, you now owe them and you haven't paid them, which is you're in default exactly, um, and the property is distressed exactly. And what happens is um, those foreclosures, those short sales can eventually wind up as foreclosures, but it doesn't make them a foreclosure officially until the bank comes, knocks on your door, and tells you to get out. And it doesn't quite happen like no, that. No, but, but I just figured I'd put a little <laughs> spin on that. <laughs> anyway, um, and also, all REOs are not short sales, but some short sales that don't get sold do eventually wind up as REOs because they are foreclosed on and then when the bank buys them certain things happen and then they put them in REO and they select agents to put those REOs on the market. And let's tell you what REO stands for. It's real estate owned um basically REO, real estate owned. And mm-hmm. it's you and it's owned either by an investor or a bank um that that's who owns it at that point. And that's after it's been foreclosed on. Right. And that process can take a very long time. I mean, there are situations where a foreclosure can happen in 18 months and five years. So until that time, you actually own the property, you just owe a lot of money on it. And And the longer you default, the more you owe and the more the penalties grow. Yeah, the penalties grow. When you you do not pay your mortgage, the penalties start to add up. I mean... um, there's probably many people who've, you know, for whatever reason, one month they they uh, pay their mortgage late or whatever, and there's that penalty that you have to pay after, what is the 15th or the 16th, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to pay that penalty. But if then you don't pay it by the end of the month, then the penalty probably, you know, I think they start it starts growing each month mm-hmm. and, and it accumu- accumulates. Yes. So uh, that's something that you owe the bank. Right. If you are going to try to save your property you have to pay all those penalties back. Exactly. And the one thing that you need to know is that when you do start heading into foreclosure, when you've defaulted a number of months, what the bank will do is they will make that public information. And it goes on the county records as a Liz Pendens because you are now, 
in default for over. Well, they actually have to take you to court to do a list pendants, so that you. They do that. They uh, that's that six month window. Some of them have six months, and they send that to you. You get all that paperwork, and then from there, it's It's a court date. Yeah, but you still have the ability to to rectify that if you can somehow come up with money. um, You can get that house back. Obviously becomes very difficult when you're in default several months and you know you have to come up with a, a huge sum of money then at that point. Right. right. So, you know, um, that's, there, there's just so, so much involved in the whole thing that it, it is complicated. And, uh, you know, you think about, you know, you're watching on TV, like I can, uh, you know, I think of shows like, I don't know, uh, Green Acres or something when they have some auction sale <laughs> when people go to a uh, the county steps and there's they're auctioning off a property and then somebody comes with a big check now actually I remember that happening on the Dukes of Hazard very very many times <laughs> when they tried to take the property Boss Hogg would try taking the property from them and then they always came up with the money but um, that is sort of what happens when you the bank finally forecloses on the property right it is now theirs. And they can do what they want with it. Well, first, they, they have they, to go to this through this foreclosure process right. where they go to the county and then they the county um, auctions the property, but they auction the property with liens. So if there's a second mortgage on the property, that goes along with it. They, uh, they uh, auction it all, um, with all of the um, money that's owed, all the back Mm-hmm. The, the right. penalties. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when they're auctioning the property, the amount of money that it is, is way more than what the property's worth. So, you know, you're going to these, you know, to these auctions and not a lot of people go to these auctions from what I understand. There's no, only a couple no. of people there and you have to be, you really need to know what you're doing because you're not, you don't have a title at this point. You don't really know, you know, what other liens might be on the property. There could be all kinds of liens on mechanics right. liens. There's all kinds of stuff. Right. And that's going to go along with the property when you purchase it. Plus, you may get a tenant. And the people may still be wanting to do something. They may be going through HAMP or any of those kinds of processes so that they can retain the house, so they can keep it. So even if you bought a foreclosure, um, that person can always pay that off and you can lose that foreclosure. If you purchase yeah, it. And you, you have to have, you know, money with you the day that you're buying this property at, at the courthouse. Mm-hmm. And it, it usually doesn't work out for somebody only because it's at that point, the, it's um, the what it's worth is is less than what they're they're asking for at that point. I think we're going to be heading for a break right yep. now. We'll so be back in a minute. We'll, we'll continue this conversation. Yep. Thanks and, for listening. And come with questions. <laughs> Hi, this is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Hi, I'm Carol Rogers. 
We are excited to announce our partnership with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty and to introduce you to the Carol Rogers Real Estate Team. Susan and I listen and strive to make your experience stress-free. And I'm Susan Schneider. Between Carol and myself, we have sold over 200 homes at Warwick Grove alone. And now we also cover the greater Hudson Valley. Visit us at carolrogerssells.com for a complimentary market analysis and we will answer all of your real estate questions. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guests every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre, right here on WTBQ, playing the best music. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And we're the hosts of Radio Rotary, heard every Saturday morning at 1130. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. Radio Rotary. Right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. And we're back. Grace Warren and Veronica Doherty, Better Homes and Gardens, Rand Realty, and we have Good morning. <laughs> and we have Mike on with Mike's Minute. Hey Mike. Good morning, how are you? Good morning. We're great. How are you? Good, thank you. Can't complain. Can't nice complain. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a hot one again. Yeah, I know. It doesn't I, even feel like fall. I thought we were done with the air conditioning, but I guess mm, no. I'm, yeah, I've, I'm done. I know. I had mine on, too. I was reluctant to hit the switch, but I did it. <laughs> Couldn't sleep last night without it, you know? We become yeah. so spoiled. I mean, when I was a kid, I never, we never had air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Crack a window. <laughs> That's right. Get a fan. Yeah. Crack and, a window. And, and you were comfortable. I mean, I remember in um, junior high. We didn't have air conditioning in the school. No. It was like open window and nobody jumped out. It wasn't anything crazy. We didn't have to watch who was the nutball in the class. But um, yeah, it's amazing. We went to gym. We did everything. I know. And now it's kind of like, <gasps> it's so hot. We're all so prima hot. donnas. So Mike, what have you got yeah, for us today? Warming. Yeah, global Something, warming. Uh, I mean, not too much. The interest rates have pretty much remained the same. I think that we're going to have a slight pause. I mean, the anticipation is that they're going to raise rates in December. That's what the talk of the Fed meeting um, okay. that happened last Wednesday came out of. But regardless, I think there's going to be a pause in the market till we kind of see what's going on with healthcare, et cetera, all these bills that they're trying to push through that the stock market just doesn't know how to react to yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what drives, you know, interest rates is based on the market. Right. But um, other than that, that's kind of what is going on. I know that you guys are talking about REOs right now. I guess my only thing to add to that is if you do have buyers that are purchasing these REOs and they, are, they do happen to be listed by realtors, one of the things to watch out for is typically the day you go to contract with that foreclosed bank, you know, let's just say, it's, I don't know, one of the larger retail banks, they typically have a day that they want to close on. If you sign today, they want to close typically within 30 days. So keep that in mind when you guys are presenting these offers and you know educating your clients that it is possible to close a loan in 30 days, but have all your ducks in a row first because you don't want to incur the penalties. Yeah, it's like $100 a day or something, isn't it? Yeah, Most of them. It's whatever they want it to be, really. It's mm-hmm. like 
And I don't want to use that to scare people because they will extend contracts, but they do that kind of to intimidate, you know, and make sure that you are a capable buyer and that you are going to close on time, I guess. Mm It's kind of the reason behind it, but it's definitely something to watch out for. I think once they decide they want to sell, they're going to sell the property, they just, they want to get it done at that point. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, like I said, there's stuff that comes up during these REOs. A lot of them don't have utilities on, things like that, that you have to watch out for. So if they are getting it inspected, whether the bank is going to even turn on those utilities to allow you to inspect it is a whole other question. You know, right. and Chances if they are, do, though, they're not. And <laughs> if they do allow them to be turned on, you're, the buyer usually it's incurs the, the cost yeah. of that. Turning yeah. it on and turning it off. Yeah. I've had them mm-hmm. where we did one, like a renovation loan on an REO, um, where the utilities were not on, the bank refused to turn them on. Um, the buyer still wanted to proceed with the purchase. Um, so we held in escrow an extra 5% for a cushion at, just to be safe. And, you know, come to find out when they did turn them on, there was leaks in the, uh, in the pipe. So they immediately turned them off, but it just opens up. The minute you have a leak behind your walls, it opens up a whole can of worms. I'm sure you guys know that. Sure. So, and- <laughs> It's all about risk, I guess. How mm-hmm. much value are you getting? I'm buying this property at such a discounted price. Is it worth me having to take some risk on to, you know, maybe have to replace some pipes, but I'm getting such a good deal on it. Right. You know? And they it's usually like will have it turned on for an appraisal. They'll allow you to do that. Yeah. And that's yep. when you're going to find out what, you know, what lies behind yeah. those walls. Yeah. And yep. it really depends on the bank. Some banks are like, yeah, we'll do it. Others are, it's just. I mean, really, it's an asset, and it's an asset manager on the other end that's just saying, all right, I have 10, 10 assets that I need to get rid of by the end of the month. Here's how to do it, things like So you're not really fighting someone with common sense. You're fighting money, <laughs> a guy mm-hmm. that's managing money or a person that's managing money, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. right. And there's no emotional so, um, attachment, attachment yeah, they're or not involvement in any of this. Yeah, they don't really care. Them. Like, yeah. they just need to, right. that, they need to show that they've gotten the, the money back for the bank. And well, exactly. and because they have stockholders that they have to answer to, and that's a yeah, big exactly. deal. They they're not in the business of real estate; they're in the business of making money for their stockholders. So I get it. Um, <laughs> there are some benefits, like to buying these REOs. There are special programs that allow for really low down payments mm-hmm. beyond what you'd even think, but they do come with quite a bit of restrictions. It depends on what the bank owns, how much money the person makes buying it. So there are restrictions there but i mean when you can get into a house with a hundred dollars down i mean that's really <laughs> as low as they go for these reos mm-hmm. that's crazy <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable you know yeah they're trying to get rid of them they really want to help people get into these houses because you know a vacant house sitting on the market doesn't help anybody no. it really you know it brings down values of the whole area mm-hmm. so, um, and then these laws that they're passing in new york where you have to maintain them i think the zombies the zombie yeah, laws the zombie law. <laughs> Yeah. So. That, well, that, you know what? That's really not a bad thing because it's it bring down, brings down a whole neighborhood when you have, you yeah. know, one or two foreclosures in a neighborhood and, they, you know, the grass is growing and mm-hmm. shutters are falling off the building and it just looks like a, you know, like a haunted house. Right. Yeah. It's terrible. I, I have a question about that. Now, in your experience, when you're um, selling, when, we, you know, you're doing a mortgage for an REO and it needs a lot of work. And they want to do like a 203K, which is a, you know, renovation loan. Those take so long. I I don't know. Like, how does it, does it ever work? It does. Yeah. We've done them quickly. Um, It's, it's really with those type of renovation loans, the trick is to get the work, you know, prep up front, have the contractor in place, Mm -hmm. have everyone on board before they sign contracts. 
have the bid ready so that when the minute that the client signs the contract, you can literally submit it immediately to underwriting, have an approval in a day or so, and then start working through the conditions. Because we get bids from contractors all the time, and nine times out of ten, they're incorrect. They just they really just bundle it together like, oh, we're going to replace the bathroom at a cost of 15000 We don't want to see that. I want to see exactly what you're putting in. Are you putting in this type of tub? Are you putting in this type of toilet? That's what underwriters require. And they do it to protect the buyers. It's not because we want to, you know, drag you through the mud and make this process take forever. It's because I don't want a contractor to tell you that this tub is $15,000 when he's really just giving you a $2,000 tub. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why they do it. It's not to make this longer. It's just to really protect you guys. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I think that's important for people to understand how it how that process works, and you need to have a con, like a GC that knows what they're doing and a GC able to that is, itemize these things. Of what this, yeah, and, understanding what the loan is, and really, also knows how to do all that paperwork because that's one of the <laughs> things I'm, I'm hearing that um, is is becoming a problem. That the paperwork is not. I think it's fully, always been a problem for these people, for so many yeah. of them. You we know? have like. We have certain lenders that have approved contractor lists that we know these contractors have been vetted a little bit and they've been through the process, so they kind of know. We can forward that to any client that needs it, just and they can do their own research, I guess, at that point. But uh, yeah, they are out there. Um, Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, for ones, I mean, not every contractor, especially in Orange County, you don't actually have to be licensed. But when you dip over to Rockland as a contractor, you need licensing and things like that. So it, it varies based on county. Right. Okay. Interesting. All Thank right. you. Thank you, Mike, for Thanks, calling Mike. in. And no uh, I'm sure we'll see you, you this week sometime. Show. Yeah, you too. <laughs> have a good right, day. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. So we'll get right back into this. Um, you know, those are interesting, interesting things to know about if you're going to be financing an REO property. Because, uh, you know, a lot of times people think, oh, do I have to have cash to buy a for, you know, an REO or a foreclosure? If you're buying a foreclosure as an auction, sometimes you do need to have cash. It really depends on the situation. Like Veronica was just saying about one of the, um, she was dealing with one bank and they were doing an auction them, themselves. They had their own auction company. Yeah, their attorney has has their own site and all of the properties that they own through that bank, it all goes through them. So they set up their site, and then they tell you, if you want this this particular property, you have to go to our site, and then you have to start bidding there. Now, when you do start to bid, you have to understand that because it's a foreclosed property, and it's not an REO yet, they own it, but they decided to go to auction instead of offering it back on MLS. So what they're doing is they're saying, okay, we want to work straight right with, with whomever. You have the opportunity to choose your agent so that agent can help you through that. And, um, you know, it's you have to put money up front. And usually what happens is, like, they'll say they want 25% down or it'll be a certain percentage of what the purchase price is going to be. There may be some other transaction fees. Uh, there may be some other payments that need to be made because in the foreclosure mix, it changes in the REO mix. It changes, so you need to know what all the costs involved are going to be. There's usually a reserve, right? Yes, there is a reserve, and often you have what's, um, you know, years ago we used to call it um, uh, goodwill money or mm-hmm. something, good faith. Uh, well, earnest money. Earnest money, correct. And let's say they tell you we want twenty five hundred down as earnest money. You put that money in the kitty for them. But 
if you don't get that bid, if you don't win the bid, you get that money back. So you can try another day on another property. So those are the things that you need to find out if they all follow that same uh, program, uh, business model, however it is that they do it. They're all different. And it's so hard, you know, for, it's hard for us as realtors so it's definitely difficult for people who don't do this, you know, every day. It's not an easy, mm-hmm. it's not easy at all. So, you know, we let's getting back to, you know, the process of the foreclosure. So, you know, you've gone into default. Um, they've given you the time. It, they've gone to the courts. They, they filed a list pendants against you and the property. And now the time has come when they're finally going to do the, um, the foreclosure and they're they're going to come to you and whatever they're going to they're going to do this and you're going to go to, it may go to the, the auction or it may go to the county right and they'll do it that way and then you right. have this reserve that you have to meet before it can be sold so if it does go to the county um chances are the people may still live in the house there mm-hmm. could be a tenant in the house there could right. be the owner could still be in the house so now if you were to buy it that way now you've inherited all of this you have to evict them you have to, um, you know, deal with the liens that are on the property. Right. All those right. things are your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And as we were saying, often the the reserve is, is so high that it's above what the value of the property is. So what will happen is the bank will end up taking it back at that point because nobody else wants the property. Nobody wants to pay that money to the bank. Okay, and it looks like we need to take a break. And uh, we'll be back in a minute to continue this conversation. Keep listening. This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information. Hi, this is Maria Stasola from the Old Warwick Bookshop in Greenwood Lake, here with my co-host... Kevin Sweeney from the Windermere Agency. We would love it if you would join us every Friday morning at 11 a.m. for Greenwood Lake Radio. On WTBQ. Hey, Dr. Phil here. Join me for Ask Dr. Phil. We're going to talk about what's important in your life. So listen up and start a change reaction in your life today. 
You're worth it. Weekdays at 1.30. WTBQ Fair to partly cloudy skies today with our highs into the low and middle 80s, so we're going to stay rather warm. Then tonight, partly cloudy and a low in the mid-60s. For tomorrow, we're looking at partly sunny skies, and our highs should reach the lower 80s once again. Tomorrow night, more clouds. There might even be a shower. We do have a front getting closer to us. We'll head into the low and mid-60s. And for Wednesday, look for clouds and some breaks of sun here and there. There could be a shower near 80. I'm meteorologist Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show with Grace Warren and myself, Veronica Daugherty, Better Homes and Gardens, Rand Realty. Good morning. Welcome back. And again, uh, we just want to emphasize that we do welcome questions. And uh yeah, well, I'd the, be surprised if people didn't have questions. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's so complicated. And this the, topic. Well, that's it. The topic is complicated, and sometimes a question we really don't have the time to answer it completely because it's such a huge topic, and people want to know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we'll probably I mean, talk about this again at a later date. Yeah, more. We went through pages and pages of stuff, and I mean, even when I took the um, the certification, it was like a book about an inch thick and I'm sitting there like, Oh really? (laughs) But you know, at least we know what we're doing. Um, you were mentioning something about the cash and foreclosure situation. Yeah. So, you know, now, um, once they do this auction and nobody buys it because it's it, there's just it's too high the, the price is too high you know the reserve is not met uh, then at that point it, the bank buys it back they have it now now they actually own the property and they have title to the property so at that point usually what happens is they have realtors that they work with and there's specific realtors that do that's what they do they do REO properties and that's their their business they know what they're doing with that. And um, that that these people will be assigned a property, and they typically will go in there if the if the people have not left yet, which sometimes most of the time people leave, but sometimes they don't. If they have not left, if there's a tenant in there, or if the owner, the previous owner is still there, they'll go in there, and it's possible that they will actually pay them to leave. It's called cash for keys. So they give them money to help them move so they can get them out of the property so that they can get the place cleaned up. Right. And sometimes they do some sort of repairs. They typically will winterize the house at that point um, and get it ready to go onto the market. Right. And, you know, they at the bank at that point probably do some sort of appraisal on their own and they'll come up with a you know what they think i'm sure the agent does a uh, a market analysis as well so that they can come up with what the value of the property might be and then they do reduce the price as time goes on right because if they can't sell it at the price they're asking they have to lower they it have otherwise to, they'll never again they don't want to be a real estate company they no. want to get rid of that property right and um, you know, if you you're if you're a buyer and you're making a, an offer on this property on these properties um, you know, you get yourself a good buyer's agent because they'll explain to you that, you know, you have to, you, you'll make an offer and then they're always, I mean, I've never seen them not counter an offer. Mm-hmm. They're going to counter the mm-hmm. offer. They're not going to take whatever it is that you, that your client bids. They're going to, they're going to counter it. Right. And you can go back and forth a few times, go, you know, until you come to a, a you know, a price that maybe you want to pay or your buyer right. A buyer wants to pay and what they're willing to take. 
And and often um, it's a considerable discount on on the property. Like sometimes twenty percent, sometimes thirty. It it all depends because at that point it's already dragged on that many years, and the bank is just really looking to get rid of the property. Yeah, they're usually listed at a discounted price when mm-hmm. when they have mm-hmm. when it comes on. So I, I'm selling a property right now that's a foreclosure, or I'm sorry, an REO, and it. It, 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 you know, we negotiated. They came down quite a bit of from the the list price, and my client's getting a really good deal. Um, they were not able to do any inspections. Well, they that's not true. They said they could do an inspection, but it was for their own, um, just for their own knowledge. They, they were, not, you know, they could not go into contract based on um, a contingency for an inspection. So, you know, they could do the inspection, but if something was wrong, it didn't matter. They still were on contract. They had to buy the house no matter what. So, you know, there's that that happens often too. The, the bank is selling the property as is. Right. Um, at some point, they're going to have to um, do an appraisal and the water is going to have to be turned on and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And, you know, who knows what would hap- what happens at that point. Sometimes they, they have to go in there and they may have to do a repair, but they don't they don't usually do anything. And and for the most part, too, we discussed this a moment ago, when the bank repossesses a home, it always provides a good, clear title. Yes. That means they have taken care of everything. The title insurance gets done. They make sure that when you move in there, it is it is your home. Now, it doesn't have anything going no on. No encumbrances. Now, right. that is the difference between an REO and a foreclosure, foreclosure. because with a when you're doing that auction, uh, before the bank's taken back the property, you have there could be other liens on the property. You know you're dealing with a tenant, whatever. There's things that you're going to have to you may have to deal with, and you usually have to have cash too, like you were saying that before. That's right. And but uh, with the REO, you can you, you can certainly finance it. Yes, you can, and oftentimes they they will let you know that up front. It'll say that they will accept unless it's a totally derelict property that nothing has been done to because at one point the banks didn't have to do something, but as of say, I think it was November, 2016, they had to. Mm-hmm. So the zombie law. Yeah. So if there's yeah. still something on the books that's prior to, cause some of these places have been on the books for like, but I, I don't even know how that, yeah. if that's, you know, if, yeah. if, if they have to go back now and with these properties and have to do some of the things, but really, I don't know that it means they have to do anything on the inside of the house. They just have to make oh, it no. look, you know, yeah. okay on the outside, mm-hmm. so it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, right. the, grass is, the grass has to be cut, that sort of thing. Right, and oftentimes you'll see a disclaimer that says that there's, there's mold, mm-hmm. and you have to sign off on these little papers that tell you, you know, when you go in. Even if there isn't mold? No, if, if there, there is, is mold, they, will, they have to do that. Yes, and they have the paperwork that you need to sign off so that when you go in, um, you're aware that there's mold there. Mm-hmm. Same thing with lead paint, which is normal right. in, a, right. in a real estate transaction. Mm-hmm. So these are just some of the things. Now, there's also um, other properties that have been foreclosed on that are uh, owned by HUD, which is a housing urban development, you know, Office of Housing and Urban Development. And those properties are, are um, government, they were government-backed loans, so that's a whole different process when you're dealing with those properties and that you have to, you know, your agent has to go on a website, they have to upload your offer. It, it you know, they don't 
really hear anything, but they don't care anything about who's buying the property. They just want you to put this into the computer and upload it. And then usually the next day they give you mm-hmm. a counter offer or they say, no, you didn't get, you know, it's not, we're not accepting it. So, uh, right. <laughs> right. And be aware too, that when you do bid on an REO, you will often find yourself in a multiple offer situation. Yep. Because, because the, the, the price is usually, it, it's usually low. Yes, and there are investors out there that you will be competing with, and um, it all depends on financing cash. A lot of deals go cash. A lot of deals go part financing, part cash. But I think optimally, um, most of the time, you wind up with a a first-time home buyer Mm -hmm. getting them. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, like the the HUD properties, Mm -hmm. the ones that were backed by Fannie Mae, they um, usually have like a two-week, three-week window I, I don't know if it's always the same, that they will only sell, they'll only accept offers from uh, owner-occupiers. Mm-hmm. And you have to sign documentation saying that you are an owner-occupier, you are not an investor. Correct. And uh, you know, you're going to live in the house, you're going to fix right. it up and live in it, and you may have to stay in that house for a certain amount of time or whatever. So Yeah, yeah. so for the first 10 days, it's the homeowner. For the next 10 days, it's um, investors, and then the rest, anybody can do. So, and again, each each bank does a little bit differently. They give you a smaller window, a bigger window, whatever, but the opportunity is there to get that home. Yeah, especially with the ones that are um, government, they were, they're government-backed loans. Those are the ones that they really want to try to sell to a owner-occupier. Mm-hmm. They like to give those people a chance first, so. Okay, so what's next? I think, uh, you know, it's we often forget about this. Do you want to... Uh, Thank our sponsors too. Oh yeah, let's thank our sponsors today. So, um, Chris Steritz of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. She's an agent um, that has been in the business for uh, forever. I think uh, I've known Chris <laughs> my whole real estate career, and she's great. And she's a great buyer's agent, a great seller's agent, a listing agent. She's she's just good all around, and she's one of our sponsors. And we thank you, Chris, for being a sponsor for us. And then we have Carol Rogers and Susan Schneider of the Carol Rogers team. And they uh, primarily, well, not primarily, they sell pretty much everything, but they are really the people who started out with the Warwick Grove community. So they specialize in that area. Yeah, that they do all, they do everything. Yeah. And they are such, so much fun to be around, Carol and Susan. They're, they're fun. They're very knowledgeable. They're a great um people to have on your team if you need a buyer's agent or you want to list your house. They are really top-notch and, um, you know, just pleasant pleasant to be around. I like hanging out with those two. Mm-hmm. And then we have Mike Vemensart of Hudson United you just Mortgage. heard from. Yes, He's awesome. Our Magic Minute Mike. <laughs> and we just, yeah, we really love We're going to call him Magic Mike now. Yes. I'm not sure he's going to appreciate that. <laughs> Maybe he will. I don't know. <laughs> um, he can be reached at Mike dot vanmansart v-a-n-m-a-n-s-a-r-t at hudsonunited.com or you can call him 845-239-6565 that's his cell phone so you're going to get him when you call him on that number and he's he's very informative you can ask him a thousand questions and uh you know there's always something so Feel free. And of course, our office is our sponsor as well. That's right. So uh, we thank them, everybody that works in our office. Like I said earlier in the 
program, we are, I feel like we're a family over there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we all do things to help each other. Today, I'm I'm going to do a, a septic inspection for Regina. So, oh, how nice. Yeah, how fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's on vacation. We're allowed to go on vacation sometimes, and we need help. So um, that's what we are that's what we do for each other. So we're going to take another break and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Thanks. This is Kim Starks, associate broker with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Drill Tape for the past eight years. Although I'm based in Warwick, I service all of Orange County. When you're ready to make a move, you can be sure that my top priority is making your journey in buying or selling a property as smooth and stress-free as possible. For more information, visit KimberlyStarksRealtor.com or call 845-258-7290. Hi, this is Veronica Daugherty, a licensed real estate agent for 12 years with Better Homes and Gardens Brand Realty. Although based in Warwick, I also serve Orange, Sullivan, and Ulster counties. My primary goal is to ensure that your home buying or selling experience is successful, meets your needs and desires, and is stress-free. For more information, visit veronicadaugherty.randrealty.com or call 845-544-5807. Hudson United Mortgage, the number one mortgage company, specializes in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Vanman Smart is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Hudson United Mortgage is a broker and correspondent lender licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, and specializes in residential loans in all three states. There are low down payments for first-time homebuyers, and they'll offer you a $100 gift card just to look at your offer from another lender. To set up an appointment or for more information, go to HudsonMortgage.com. Hudson United Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 152355, is an NY limited liability company and operates with the following licenses. Licensed correspondent mortgage lender by the NJ Department of Banking and Insurance, a registered mortgage broker with the NYS Department of Financial Services. All NY loans are arranged through third-party lenders, not affiliated with Hudson United Bank. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guests every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre right here on WTBQ, playing the best music. If you missed the Frank Truett Show, here's what you missed. I got stuck in traffic with Taylor. I would rather be hanging <laughs> oh by my thumbnails. This is going to be good, Dan. Yes, it is. A bed of snakes for three hours. <laughs> that can oh, be arranged also. May you get caught in a traffic jam on Sunday on the way to Pocono Raceway. May the roads be backed up for 10 miles, Jim. Thanks, yeah, but buddy. Jim Good will luck, change pal. lanes. That's the difference. I don't care ah. what he changes. He can change his clothes and ain't going to get there any faster. Oh, man. The Frank Truat Show, weekday mornings till 9 on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your home. And welcome back again. The Real Real Estate Show, Grace Warren and Veronica Daugherty. And we're going to give you a few stats and then maybe some, um, some things that are happening around the village and Westchester and Rockland. Yeah. Um, one of the things, though, before we go into the stats is when you're, if you are interested in buying a, um, an REO property, 
you know, it, it's in your best interest to get yourself an agent that understands and is not afraid to do this because you ju- you need somebody behind you. They're, they're complicated and they just need to guide you. So, um, you know, Veronica and I both do this. Mm-hmm. The other women that are on the show, they, they do it too. You can reach us at our office. Um, the number there is 986-9898. My cell phone number is 845 742 4361. Certainly call me even if you just have questions about it, or you can call Veronica. 845-544-5807. Yeah. We're both certified. Yeah, I, I, I can't stress to you enough that you really need to have somebody that understands the process of it and can guide you in in, in doing, um, you know, buying that sort of property if you that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it, you could get a really good value. Yes, I, I agree. It's a great ven- It's a great opportunity for new home buyers. Sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't and be if, afraid. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's a lot of work, but most of the time it's not that daunting. So yeah. Especially if you know if you've been through it before, like we have, and we've done these before, and mm-hmm. you know they're all different. And for you, if this is your first time buying a house, or even your second time or third time buying a house, you don't do it all the time. We do this every single day. Yes. Um, so we're going to give you some stats on um, on what's been selling in um, Orange County right now, as far as short sales, REOs, and, and properties that don't have distress. Right. So, right. Go ahead, okay. Veronica. So uh, the period I've covered is. Um, July through today. And the single family residential actives that are not in distress are 820. The short sales are 38 and the REO is 120. So that's for that brief period of time. Those are active today. Yes, as of today. And then we have um, the under contracts that are not distressed. And we've had 516 under contracts within the last 90 days. That's pretty darn good. Yep. And the shorts are 22, and REOs are 65. So you can see how people are interested in those short in those REOs. Mm-hmm. Now we have the uh, closings, non-distressed, 903 closings. That's great. And then we have the shorts, 22 closings, and the REOs, 125 closings. What's interesting is that the the title transfers that we've had are more than what the active listings are right, right now. So th- that um, tells me there's a shift in the market. We've been in kind of an even market. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe now, and, and this is, you know, different in every town in the county, of course, um, but overall Orange County it looks as though we're going into more of a seller's market, which means that there's less houses on the market and more people buying, you know, supply and demand. Right. Prices typically go up when that happens. Mm-hmm. So, so it's interesting, it, 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 interesting to um, to learn, you know, to, to hear about this. But yeah. anyway, so um, this weekend is Apple Fest. That's Everybody right. in Warwick mm-hmm. is so happy when Apple Fest happens, right? <laughs> Don't we all leave town? <laughs> And 30,000 people come from out of town. <laughs> Flooding into no, the it's, area. It's actually a wonderful thing. Part of the reason why my family moved up to this area in 
1980 is because of apple picking. We used to come apple picking here all the time. It's, it, you know, we would go to Masker's Orchard or any of the other ones. I mean, that was the big one back then. Yeah. Uh, there's so many of so many orchards in the area. The apple picking is is wonderful. Um, you know, it's great for the community that we do this apple fest, and we actually will have a booth. Mm-hmm. In front of our office, and um, we are going to um, we do like a auction ticket. It's not really an auction. It's we have baskets. Raffles. Yeah, they're yeah. raffles. We we have um, many baskets that we raffle off, and you buy um, tickets for these uh, baskets. And it's sort of like a tricky tray kind of thing, where or Chinese auction they used to call it, where you put the tickets inside the yeah, little it's thing. A, it's a themed um, basket yeah. thing. So and yeah. all the funds we raise. Um, go to making that, strides. They go to making strides. Yeah, which is one of the um, things that we support. So it, yeah, it's a pet project for us. It has been for many years. Yeah. We're, it's it's all about making strides uh, for breast cancer, and uh, we have people who know people who've survived. There are we, people in our office yes. that are survivors. So. It's so, definitely close to our hearts. Yes. And um, uh, so, you know, if you're, you are in town or you're coming from out of the area, anywhere else in the county, you want to come stop by our booth and, you know, maybe help us out and buy a few tickets and see you might win some of the wonderful baskets that we have. And all of the baskets are donated from agents in our office. Usually we put them together ourselves. And it, it's a really, you know, it's a fun, it's a fun thing for us to do because we get out there and we get to talk to a lot of people. And, um, you know, we like making a difference in the community. So some of the other things that are going on um, this weekend is the Renaissance Fair. I think it's the last weekend. Mm-hmm. My niece, uh, my well, my sister brought um, her daughters there, and my niece had had her face painted this weekend. She looked so cute. She had like a little butterfly on her face, and she had her hair braided. And this is a kid that doesn't want anyone to touch her hair, so that was like a, a big deal. She's she's three years old, and uh, her name is Stella. And so she had that, those things, and that's so much fun for the kids. Um, some of the other things, too, is the Headless Horseman tour that is in um, it, it's here. I'm reading this. Um, it, it's happening. Where is that? It's that flyer. Headless Horseman, September 16th to November 4th in Ulster Park. Yeah. Dates and times vary. But if you want to find out more about it, go to headlesshorseman.com. And you can get a little bit more information. I I love this time of year because I love those spooky things. I do too. Um, Blaze, that's in Mm. um, it's in Westchester, and um, where is that? Uh, I can't remember the name of the the house that it's at. Oh, this Uh, Van Cortland Manor. Is this the Croton on Hudson? Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, Yeah. it's Van Cortland. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, Van Cortland Manor is the house that Mm -hmm. it's on. It's in Croton, Um, but that is so much fun if you haven't gone to that before. It's so cool. There's like thousands of pumpkins lit up, and they're mm-hmm. all carved. And it's so it's at night, and it's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, I've look, done that a couple oh of God. times. Ten thousand individually hand carved. Oh my gosh, that is going to be something. It's dynamite. Else. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I've done it a couple of times, and I, you know, you don't need kids to go to it. It's, right. It's just super fun. And for that one too, if you want more information, go to visitsleepyhollow.com. Okay, and then. Um, I'm just trying to see what else we've got going on here in the next couple of days. There's a Halloween, there's Halloween parades coming up. What is this one? The Dinner Psychic Medium and Ghost Hunt. That's right here in Warwick. Oh, there you it's go. It's a three-course dinner, and it includes one glass of wine or beer and starts at 9 p.m. The Ghost Hunt begins at 
10.30, you'll be dining with the Psychic and Ghost Hunts USA staff and experience psychic-led ghost hunting, vigils, tarot cards, and loan vigils. For more information, call 987-1500. I wonder, it doesn't even say where it's taking place. It just says Warwick. I wonder, hmm, it doesn't, it doesn't say. I guess you'll have to call that number to find yeah. out. It's probably something to do with the historical society. But I think that's super duper fun. Um, and um, the real wicked witches of Halloween Hills. Whoa. Is that white. us? That's white. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, kidding. No, no, that's white plains. <laughs> <laughs> it still might be worth going oh, there. Oct- and that's October 28th, 12 p.m. and 2 p.m. in White Plains. And if you want to find out more about that, it's www wppac.org <laughs> so, oh you, you know the other thing too um not this weekend next weekend is the sugarloaf uh, fall festival oh that'll be nice that's kind of fun too yeah, yeah. and don't forget about our farmers markets they're still that's going right. on there's one mm-hmm. in florida on tuesdays mm-hmm. and we have ours sundays yeah uh goshen has one on friday right and I actually had the list of farmers markets. I think I forgot where I put it, but oh wait, here we go. Um, there's one on Saturday in Middletown. Alrighty. Yep. Let's see. Cornwall has them. Oh no, Cornwall's done. Uh, okay, Monroe Museum Village through October 25th. Nine, on Wednesday. I didn't know that. Nine a.m. to three. See, I'm learning something today yeah, too. Really Veronica. Nice. Uh-huh, me too. I didn't even know they had one. Um, Veronica got something really great at the farmers market yesterday. Oh, those really great apple turnovers and the blueberry scones. Yeah, those oh. from Pennings, right? No, soon. Soon, soon's oh, orchard. Okay, they looked scrumptious. I had my apple. It looks like an apple pocket, not a turnover. But I have to say. It was so delicious, I could not stand it. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a blueberry scone, part of a blueberry scone, so that was kind of delicious, too. So... (laughs) This is the this is what happens when you uh, work right next to the farmer's market. Yeah, we yeah, go like, to the Warwick oh, one all the time. I'm going to be taking five minutes. Be right back. Okay. Oh, and then we also, we didn't get to talk about um, any of the um, these the medium sale price right now. We mm. should probably talk about that a little bit. Okay. So um, compared to last year, it's gone up quite a bit. Yes. Uh, it's gone up 8.6%. So last year in August, single family homes. Two thirty nine four fifty was the median sales so price. That's two hundred and thirty nine thousand four hundred and fifty dollars, and to this August, two hundred and fifty nine thousand nine fifty. So that's considerable. That's pretty. That's that's mm-hmm. nice. That mm-hmm. that we we need that. And that's from you know just comparing August August to August. August. Right. All right. So we'll be back next week, and uh, thanks for listening. Have a great and, week. Thanks. And tune in again next Monday. 